For the first time, uh, the NRL All-Stars Clash will take place in New Zealand. Uh, the All-Star fixtures, there's three matches on the day, will take place on Saturday the 11th of February at Rotorua International Stadium. And joining us on the Summer Run Home is the coach of the Maori All-Stars, Ben Gardner. Ben, how are you, mate? Uh, kia ora, boys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, kia ora to you. I love kia ora. It's a great too. greeting. It's the best. Now, let's get straight into it, Ben, here. You are replacing, it's your first go at being the All-Stars coach, and you are replacing Stacey Jones and David Kidwell. They're, they're pretty big shoes to fill. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, I, I am, I think. I've, I've been really lucky to um, work with both of those guys for a number of years. So I uh, worked as uh, Kitty's assistant coach. Uh, Kitty's a, a really good mate of mine, and uh, we've been able to sort of build this camp up over the last three years. And been lucky to work with Stacey with the Kiwis uh, for about five or six years now. So learn a lot off those guys and, uh, you know, a lot about temperament and um, the Māori people and uh, how to work with the New Zealand guys. So uh, I think it's a good opportunity uh, for myself, but probably a bigger opportunity for the boys this weekend. I'm, I'm just there to sort of lead the way and facilitate things in regards to the footy and um, yeah, lots of other people helping out in the background to make sure we get a good week for the, the guys and for the fans. Yeah, now this is the first time uh, the the tournament, well, the three matches are going to take place uh, in New Zealand and they're at Rotorua, which is obviously uh, a place that has a lot of significance in Maori culture. How much of a difference is that going to make for the boys, do you reckon? Oh, it's going to make a huge difference. Um, you know, in the Maori culture, they, they talk about um, you know, representing their iwi, uh, which is their area, uh, and also their whanau, which is their family. And this is the first opportunity that the boys that are in this team uh, will be able to go home to do that. So they all always represent really well, and, you know, they're guardians of that jersey, uh, so to say. But to be able to go and do it uh, in front of the people at home, and especially in a place of such uh, significant sort of spiritual significance, um, such as Rotorua, uh, it, it's really awesome and they're really excited about it. Like all of the boys that have been selected in the team um, are pumped to go. Uh, they can't wait and yeah, they're sort of you know, really counting down the days to get to that uh, Sunday and Monday in two weeks' time to get over to New Zealand again. Mate, this is um, my favourite thing about, well, one of my favourite things about this clash is obviously the traditional, uh, the war dancers beforehand um, always so emotional. It always seems like there's a whole bunch of emotion in the air um, how big is that going to be in front of a, uh, a Kiwi crowd when the, when the team do the haka? It's going to be huge. Um, the, you know, it, it may seem like those things just happen seamlessly, um, but there's actually a lot of practice that goes into that and a lot of rehearsal and a lot of thought put into it. We actually have a uh, multi-cultural advisor. Um, and he puts all of that together for us and coordinates the movements and the structure of the dance and all of that uh, because it's actually a very uh, respect-orientated um, occasion. So they need to get it right, and the boys will put in practice behind closed doors in their room as well as in, in a group. Um, it, it will mean everything to the people that are not only at the ground but also in the nation. And, you know, some of the harkers that we've done over the previous years with the All-Stars uh, have been rated as some of the best harkers of all time. So... Um, you know, the boys will be looking forward to it, but they'll want to be putting their best foot forward as well. Now, can you reveal who's going to lead your Haka? Is it, is it somebody terrifying? <laughs> I think a number of the boys are quite terrifying. Yeah, that's there. true. Um, no, yeah. uh, to, to be really honest with you, I don't know. That's okay. something that um, our cultural advisors and our leaders of our team will decide. Um, so, you know, sometimes it could be a really experienced player 
uh, because of the experience that they have on the footy field. And other times it could be an inexperienced player. But um, you'll hear the word mana um, sort of being thrown around a lot in this week, uh, which is their energy and the spirit that they bring to what they, they do, these guys. Uh, so it'll be someone that has a lot of mana, uh, has a lot of respect amongst the group, and it may not be the most obvious person. So the guys will start that, uh, start those decisions when we get into camp, and uh, you know there may be a surprise uh, come game day on the Saturday. Well, there are some crazy impressive players in this team you're about mm. to coach, Ben. Let me run through a few of them: Nelson Asofa Solomona, James Fisher Harris, Corey Harawiranara, Joseph Manu. Jordan Rappaner, Jared Warrior Hargraves, big names, players that we all know well. Let me ask you this. With your coaching style of these players, are you, are you closer to a bellyache or are you more of a Wayne? <laughs> uh, I'd like to think somewhere in between. Okay. Um, I, a Madge I, Maguire. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think as a coach, you need to bring your own style. Um, and, you know, as I said, I've been really lucky to build some relationships with all of those guys um, over a number of years coaching the Kiwis and in the All-Stars. So uh, they know me quite well. So I'll bring my own personality and uh, the own way, my own way of approaching things. And they sort of know that already, which is great. So, you know, we don't have to go through those teething issues and the respect-building phase and all of that sort of stuff. I, I think that that's already there. But, um, you know, I've got a a pretty calm, cool and collected sort of head until the big moment comes along, maybe. But um, no. It, and then it's it all be, bellyache. It'll be... <laughs> <laughs> it may well be, but um, no. Nah, so, uh, that might have been 10 years ago or five years ago, but um, yeah, no, not so much anymore. I sort of try and stay a little bit calmer in the... I call it in the blue head space. You, you would have heard of the blue head and the red head space. Um, I try to stay more in the blue head space, which is the calm space as much as possible now. Well, that's that's nice to hear. That's a that's a very modern uh, thing. I, I wouldn't get in the redhead space when Jared Warrior Hargraves is standing no, in front of me no. either. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty scary dude, Jared, isn't he? Yeah, well, probably uh, if he's on your side, he's probably not scary. He's uh, he's the guy exactly you want standing next to you. But yeah, facing down him is not something I'd particularly like to do. Um, yeah. Hey, mate, just looking through your, your list, one of the things we were chatting about uh, in the office before we got on air was um, what your spine's going to look like. We love a bit of spine Oh, we talk. love spine chat. Uh, this is the, yeah. Have you, have you it, made it, any decisions or are you, is there a, a, some combinations you're looking at? Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna have a chat about some combinations. Firstly, when we get into camp, um, I've got some ideas that it's really good because I've got some great feedback from all of the NRL clubs, and you know I'd like to publicly thank the NRL clubs for buying into this and helping us out with stuff like that. So there's a number of guys in our team that have gone to new clubs and stuff like that over the off season. So we've had a fair bit of feedback around where they're training and how they're going with training, which is brilliant because that obviously helps you make choices in a game like this where they haven't played any footy in the new year. Uh, so sort of sometimes a difficult choice to make because you're coming out of a preseason without actually seeing any of these guys play. But we've had some really good feedback along the way from some of the clubs. And um, there will be a few surprises, I think, from a few people. But, you know, we, we need to play to our strengths. Um, you can see that we've got strengths in different areas across the park. So, you know, that, that's probably one of my philosophies around coaching is, is that you build your game plan on the people that you have in your team and to the style of those people. So... Uh, that's what we'll be doing. And, you know, the spine could be a different spine throughout the game as well because it's, it's an interesting game, this one. It's uh, 20 players, obviously, in the team, unlimited interchange. 
Uh, so a lot of players play in a lot of different positions. I, I think a few years ago, Dylan Walker played uh, left centre, right centre. Uh, he played 5-8 on the left-hand side. He played winger on the right-hand side, and he played lock, and that was all in the one game. So um, there's a lot of movement that happens throughout the game. So utility value is really important as well. Um, yeah, I just think that we'll, we'll make some of those choices once we get into camp and have a little bit of a look at what combines well and what doesn't combine well. One thing I do know is your players are going to be hard to tackle because, mate, you dodged that question beautifully. You were not giving me anything. Very good. You, mate, you're going to be a great first-grade coach yeah. one, one day. Uh, agility is one of the key components of rugby league, isn't it? <laughs> hey, Ben, I'm just looking at the Indigenous All-Stars lineup, and, geez, there's some wood ducks in there, mate. Uh, Josh Adokar, Nico Hines, Selwyn Cobbo, Latrell – wait, no, hang on, they're really good. Latrell Mitchell, yeah. Cody Walker, yeah. Jack Whiten. Like, this is an unbelievable side you're playing against. Brilliant side. Yeah. yeah. And, and and what about the class in, you know, some of the players that they've got there? Like, you, you see Josh Adokar at the World Cup, how well he played at oh, the amazing. end of the year. And uh, he, he was brilliant. And um, we all know how good Latrell is and, and Cody and guys like Jack Whiten and uh, Nico Hines is in there. So, uh, it, it's going to be a brilliant game. Like, and you know, we we expected it to be. It's it's always been a really close affair. Um, the the players are representing their culture and the, representing their culture. You know, we sort of said when we were going through our team selections. Once those boys put that jersey on, it doesn't matter who they are. Um, the the energy or the mana will come through. So uh, the indigenous teams, you know, pretty similar in that manner. I think they they're representing their culture, and all of a sudden they put that jersey on, and you know, you never know what's going to happen. And you add a little bit of the, um, I suppose, the brilliance that they've got there in some of those players. Like it's going to be a great game. Absolutely, absolutely, Ben. Uh, and you know, it's going to be great fun for you. But looking ahead into your 2023 you've also moved on to another club I just wanted to ask you moving from the Tigers to the Panthers did you get the Bens heading up the ladder that quick <laughs> well at the moment there's no ladder because the competition oh, very, oh, it's very he's good. so good isn't he <laughs> uh, but uh, it's like uh, it was a really good experience for me as a coach at the Tigers um it was an interesting season. There was a lot of changes and uh, a lot of things happened throughout the year. So, like, for me personally, um, it was a great learning experience. Um, and then to be able to take some of the things that um, we, we did put into play at the Tigers that, you know, we had to, you know, fight for every week to be able to take some of that stuff. But also my experiences of working with the Kiwis and the All-Stars uh, across to the Panthers, it's, it's been awesome. Um, I'm learning more from them than what they're learning from me, which is always the way when you go to such a quality organisation. But, you know, it's re really, really exciting for me. And, you know, I'm really privileged to be able to go and work with guys like that where, um, you know, there's su such strength at the top, uh, but such growth coming through at the bottom of the group as well. So, uh, and good people and good staff everywhere. It's, yeah, pretty awesome to be out there and uh, doing my thing on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, you mentioned that the NRL clubs have really bought in. Now, you're at Penrith now, and I've noticed there's only one Penrith player, as near as I can tell, in your lineup. That's James Fisher-Harris. Um, yep. Is that because Ivan said, look, you can have one, I just don't want to risk any anyone else? Because like, obviously, from a club point of view, we do worry about our club stars. Get, like, I'm just glad. Look, I'm glad you've yeah. got no knights. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it's a good question because... Um, you know, from a Penrith point of view, um, 
fish was the only one available because of uh, the training times and stuff like that. So when the boys came back from the World Cup, uh, there's a situation around how long they needed to train to be able to play in this game. And that's rugby league now. It's just, you know, working with players coming back, making sure they're fit enough and all of that. Um, but Fish was really the only one that was available because of that. Um, there's only one other Maldi player in our top 30, which is Jerome Lawai, and he didn't get back in time for the training um, oh. days, basically because of the fact that he played in the last game of the World Cup. Um, and, and, you know, that was always going to be something that would have to be dealt with just because of the circumstances of when this game was on versus when the season finished. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of that um, that's happened in this game, I think, for both teams. But at the end of the day, like, as I said, it, it doesn't matter who's in or who's not in the team. You know, when the guys put the jerseys on, um, they'll go out and rip and tear and do what they need to do uh, to win their game, win the game for the team that they're playing in. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, culture's going to be the winner on the day because we're going to see some great spectacles on, on the game day. But leading into it during the week, there's a number of great learning experiences for the players and the fans in Rotorua. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Mate, it's a shame Jerome couldn't be part of the squad. I mean, is he at least going to be there just to help with the halftime chat or um, you, you on that on your own? Give a few toasts, please. Yeah, yeah a, bit of, a bit of a rev up. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, yeah. Thank you very much for joining us, but we're going to have to get going there. But, um, mate, we will be, uh, we'll all be watching. We're really looking forward to the game. And uh, best of luck. Um, good luck getting the boys in camp. And uh, enjoy the whole experience, mate. We'll, uh, thanks for being part of the summer run home. Yeah, I really appreciate your time and then buying into the game. It's such an important game for the, the people of New Zealand and the Māori people. So appreciate the time and uh, space on the radio today. Thanks, Ben.